And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by the Space Phone Telephone, the newest product from the makers of the Space TV Television and the Space PC Personal Computer. Previously on Cautious Optimism. Zegon Station is kind of like a city in space. Crimes such as murder and theft are punishable by death. You notice a ship that's floating out in space like it was just abandoned there. That's the bitter blue. That is another ship of my uncle's. Johnny Lee basically bought the ship from Uncle Peter. Come to me on 13 and bring the singer too. I heard this music, and I heard somebody say, come to me, and there was something about a singer? You must be here to see Liliana. She begins to sing, and for just a moment, you all think, oh, that's really bad. And then suddenly, it's the most beautiful music you've ever heard. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine-foot-tall, four-armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. Continuing where we left off, we are in the Moonlight Bar, and Liliana is performing, singing a song, and Hank is especially <laughs> enthralled. Yeah. yeah. Now, Todd, was she the person from the news story this morning? Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure that, that I didn't imagine that. Yep. Any of you who pay any attention to music or pop music or whatever would uh, probably have heard how Liliana of the Lake's first ever album, which was highly anticipated, was a big flop. It's kind of big news in the music scene, but people are still lining up to see her live performances. Awesome. So what's our progress in dragging Hank away? He said he wasn't going to resist, right? So you get him back to the table just fine. I'm imagining we have to kind of keep hold of him or else he's just going to go straight back for the front again. <laughs> as long as he can keep his eyes on him, he's content. I give him a little wave. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm getting up. <laughs> yeah. Rico's got like one hand on the back of his shirt. Just like <laughs> got him by the collar. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can escape the enraptured. Oh. oh, no, no. That's a critical fail. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. 
isn't it? Say six five five. That's sixteen, isn't it? Critical fail. Seventeen and eighteen is a critical oh, okay, fail. Okay. So this is like rolling a two in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just start trying to make my way back to the stage. I nudge Kyan and see if he can just keep a hand on. Hey, Kyan, help us out here. He does. He he kind of like puts his arm around him like you do with a friend who's a little bit wobbly when they're drunk. <laughs> Thank you. When he's pulling forward, he kind of just holds him a little bit tighter, but you know, gently. And I will endearingly lean my head on his arm and just keep staring at Liliana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So how tall is Tank? Just under six foot. Six foot. Okay. And Kayun is like seven something, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I said arm and not shoulder. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. That works. Okay. Yeah, he's nine foot, isn't he? Kyan? Yeah, he's just under nine. Yeah, yeah. I was way off. Okay. So yeah, if you were just to see the profile, it looks kind of like a parent and their kid, I think. <laughs> I, I hope by the time the public gets this episode, we have fan artists and they draw this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. That'd be amazing. We found a new ship. A new ship in the crew. <laughs> All right. By ship, I mean relationship. So, did someone come to our table to take our drink orders? Yeah. Is there a bartender or like a bar that I could reasonably get to? Assuming I'm not completely enraptured or enthralled. Yeah, to the side, there's a bar where there's several bartenders still serving, you know, beverages and stuff. Yeah. So, I make my way over there and try to get the bartender's attention. Okay. I mean, there's some other people there too. So, it takes a few minutes. And then when it's your turn, a human male comes over and says, what you having? I'm looking for somebody. Uh, aren't we all? <laughs> um, oh, God. So, have you heard of a pilot named Johnny Lee, human? You know what? Here, let me roll to see if he has. Sorry, lady. I, a lot of pilots coming through here. A lot of captains, a lot of ship crew. Is there another bar or a specific place where pilots might congregate nowadays? There's a few, but, you know, we're the best. I suppose if this pilot friend of yours is down on his luck, he might be over at the Pilot's Refuse. Thanks, man. They serve cheap, crummy drinks there, but whatever. <laughs> Kai, and I think she might be the one. <laughs> I know you do, buddy. And he taps his shoulder. <laughs> Rico is rolling her eyes again. Rory, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, no. I failed by two. Mm. Okay, never mind. I got my <laughs> tie in my eye. <laughs> and I have Cayenne's tie in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, I come back to the table. All right. Isn't she dreamy, Captain? She's lovely. You're going to need to get a hold of yourself. I'd rather get a hold of herself, though. Uh, she's a famous person. You're a ship mechanic. It's going to be difficult. Ouch. I'm just being realistic. It's going to be difficult. She's famous. She's got a whole room full of people who are in love with her. I guess you're right. So as the performance continues, I think we could probably fast forward about 30 minutes until her set is over. Is that okay with everyone? Yep. 30 minutes and probably a six pack. <laughs> All right. Now that Rory has broken Hank's heart. <laughs> I'm trying to save you, man. Liliana, as you finish your last song, before you exit the stage, is there anything you want to say or do or, or what have you? Oh, like, I am just so happy that all of you guys came out to hear me today. This just means so much to me. And uh, I just love you all so much. And thanks. Bye. 
And then she just like skips off the stage. And there is a huge amount of clapping and and cheers and whistles and applause. It's deafening. (laughs) And that's all just from Hank. Yes. (laughs) Everyone else is clapping too. (laughs) So I'm going to go backstage and just change into like my regular clothes, which are just like cut off shorts, like cut off jeans and just like a cute little t-shirt. Okay. So catch me up. Kyan, have you told everybody what's going on or just Rico? I think I've told everybody. Yeah, it happened in the bridge. Right, right, right. Sorry. Yeah, it was open dialogue. I go up to Kyan. So do you think this is, I mean, this is obviously the singer, right? It would make sense. The song that I heard when I kind of blacked out is the one that she just started her set with. Well, so I guess we should try to get backstage to talk to her. Might be a good idea, but <laughs> what do we do with our fanboy over here? <laughs> oh, he's already headed towards the, the stage entrance. <laughs> oh, God. We got to give him a good shake. He's going to mess this up. He's going to scare her away. In front of the door to get backstage is that same Matorb who was trying to keep people from getting too close to the stage earlier. He's standing. All four of his arms are crossed, and he's clearly blocking the door. Hey, buddy, uh, Liliana's biggest fan here. Uh, what do you say you... Yeah, yeah, everyone's her biggest fan, buddy. Move along, move along. And, and I'll hand him uh, a thousand lopsies and say, no, really, I'm her <laughs> biggest fan. A thousand, okay. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to make your roll for that kind of money. He looks down at the credit chip and he verifies it really is a thousand lopsies. And he steps aside. Oh, those running up trying to catch me? Keep them out, please. Oh, you... <laughs> I did it all for the RP. Yeah. <laughs> Who all is heading to the stage door? The rest of us. Everybody? Yeah, I think Kyan was probably right up on Hank's heels, and he's going to say to the, the guard, I'll keep him in check and an eye on him, and, you know, just kind of tries to follow. The guard puts both of his left arms out in a halt kind of motion, and he's like, That guy gave me a lot of money, Bell. Make a persuasion. Okay, I should be plus two just because he's a Matorb. Okay, that sounds good. Ooh, a 13. (laughs) And my diplomacy is, oh, it's 13. And so at plus two, it should be 15. So that's good. He thinks for a moment. And then he says, uh, well, I, I don't want her to get hurt by that weirdo or whatever. Go go ahead. Go on. Yeah, no problem, my friend. I got gotcha. you. And he puts like four thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So he steps aside. He lets all of you go back there. I do have a head start. So I'm going to find the dressing room first. So, I mean, there's a big star on the door and, and her name on it. So it's easy enough to find. Do you knock? What do you do? No, I just let myself in and then put a chair under the doorknob. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so, Liliana, I'm just going to say that you have finished changing into your regular clothes. (laughs) I would hope so. (laughs) When in barges Hank. Oh, good. Are you here with my lunch order? I am starving. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. uh, No, they they were out of that thing you ordered. Dang it, they're always out of it. What What are you doing with that chair? I'm being chased by this big scary guy with four arms, and I just I just, I just, just needed a moment of your time. Oh, okay. Okay, well, yeah. So what's up? You are absolutely, without a doubt, the most talented, most beautiful, Aww. 
female I have ever seen in my life. Oh, that's just so sweet of you. Could you autograph my chest? No. (laughs) About this time, there is a loud banging on Liliana's door. And as Kayun and Rico and Rory round the corner to see Liliana's dressing room, there's a person pounding on the door. He's standing on two legs and, you know, he's fairly humanoid, but he also has a long lizard-like tail, but this one is green and he has a long snout. Imagine an alligator walking, you know, upright on two legs. He's wearing a very fancy suit and he's got a cigar in his mouth and he's pounding on the door and he says, Liliana, Liliana, you gotta, you gotta pay up. And, and Alencia, you recognize this as your, your manager. Dang it. Uh, so, um, I, sorry, I didn't catch your name, but, uh, you know, if you really like me that much, uh, can you just take care of him, please? Thanks. And Hank will pull his pistol out. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. There were two rules when we got to this station. <laughs> and I'm about to break both of them as Hank tries to steal a kiss. Oh, boy. Oh, no, no. As you try to do that, I'm totally just pulling out my judo moves and flipping you over on your butt. Okay, so now we have combat, which I didn't see. (laughs) (laughs) Alincia, this is your first role in our GURPS game. That's exciting. And not how I thought that was going to go. Go ahead and roll three dice and see if you get equal to or less than your skill in judo. If she gets a critical success, Hank has to blow up. It's the rules. <laughs> For some reason, she had a grenade in her dressing room. And Hank lands on it. <laughs> okay, so I know I did good. I rolled a five, and my judo is DX plus five, and Dex is 12. So Okay, yeah, yeah, you're going to have succeeded. Your DX yeah. is 12, so you you needed 17. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Hank, when you lean in to steal the kiss, to you it's just kind of a blur, and then you're on your back, and it hurts. Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. That's just an instant reaction. You know, I just don't do that. But hey, can you just take care of that guy, please? And then I just like take off and like hide behind my dresser. And I'll get up, and obviously I didn't actually pull my pistol, but that was not obvious to me. I thought you had. <laughs> <laughs> no, because in judo flipping, it could have misfired at that. No, that's mm, not good for her. Okay. <laughs> I will crack the door with the chair still under it. Uh, can I help you? Hey, she owes me money, pal. Let me in. How much does she owe you? 250,000 lopsies. Let me in. I open the door and step aside. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Hank and Rory and Rico, you're arriving just as the alligator man is being let inside. Oh, hi, boss. And then I hit him in the back of the neck with a pistol. Ah, you're okay. Awesome. What? Uh, what? Ah, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Hank needs to make an attack roll. Oh, what would? What is the default for uh, unarmed strike? <laughs> That's what I'm looking up. I didn't. I didn't think there'd be. Oh my god! I critical fail. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you guys always do combat when I don't expect it, and you don't do combat when I do. It's very confusing. <laughs> You critical failed? 17. All right. So you try to hit him in the back with your pistol. You try to pistol whip him. But you explode. (laughs) 
you know, you're still dizzy from being thrown on the floor and your head hasn't been quite right since she started singing anyway. So you just kind of miss him altogether and you just kind of twirl in a circle from the momentum <laughs> of your swing. And the alligator man is turning around looking at you and saying, this has nothing to do with you. Get out of here. She is my client and she owes me money. I feel like Kyan catches Hank and then looks down at him as he kind of cradles him in his arm going, we really have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> and I use Kyan to stabilize my pistol and I train it on the alligator man. And I look at Liliana. Is he telling the truth? He is, I suppose. What's it worth to you to get out of this? Wait, who are you saying that to? Yeah. What is <laughs> happening? Hold on. Kyan and, and, and just carefully takes one of his hands and pushes down on, on Hank's hands so that the gun is not pointed at anybody. <laughs> okay, Todd, what is my agent's name? We never decided that. Oh, his name is uh, Charles McBratney. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Charlie. Yeah, so Charlie, I don't I don't really have the money right now. Uh Well, you better get it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where are we in the room, Todd? I think that Rico and Rory are still in the hallway. Only Hank has been able to squeeze into the room so far. And he's I think he's kind I'm of walking the door with Hank. Well, I'm sorry, I meant Kyan. I always get Kyan and Hank mixed up. I don't know why. Kyan got in the room and caught Hank, and I think they're kind of blocking the door. So as this is happening, I'm trying to pull Kyan out of the door as it is so he can take Hank with him. I'm trying to get in this room. I've got to save this. <laughs> so Kyan goes ahead and kind of like, not roughly manhandles, but just guides, friendly guides Hank into the hallway. I'm going to have to resist on this one. I've got to help her. Kyan, you don't understand. <laughs> He's going to hurt her. I'd like you both to make strength checks. Oh, I would like for Kyan to win. <laughs> I got a nine. What's that a success by? A uh, success by three. Three. Fail by five. Fail by five. Okay, so Kyan wins easily. As Kyan. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have an escape. I want to escape. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Failed. All right. <laughs> All right. So as Kyan like lifts Hank off the ground in a kind of bear hug sort of thing, like you know, like picking somebody up to to do their spine thing to make their spine feel better, and just starts backing <laughs> out of the room. Hank's like trying to be like a fish and wiggle his way out mm -hmm. of your grasp or whatever. But you manage to hold on, and yeah, Hank and Kyan are both in the hallway now. So Rory, you can enter if you want. So I walk in the room. I go, wait a minute. Everybody, just hold on. Just hold on here. What's happening? Well, I'll tell you what's happening. She promised me that she was going to make out this big album and it was going to be all kinds of money and profitable. So I funded the whole endeavor. And the album is garbage. And she sang bad on it on purpose. And and I want my money back. You, you well, I don't even know why you would sabotage your own singing career. But I lost a lot of money on that deal. And the contract says you owe it. Charlie, you were in the room with me like when I was recording it and you know that I was singing amazing. So someone obviously sabotaged the album because I always sing amazing, you know, like like I just did out there. It's the same thing. I didn't I've sing listened any to differently. That. I've listened to that album a hundred oh. times. You did something to your voice. You made it terrible. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Everybody just calm down. I have a solution, I think. 
He's looking directly at you. All right, Charlie. Who are you? My name is Rory, and I'm one of the producers on the world's hottest album right now, Some Kind of Vegetable. (laughs) Oh, I am such a fan. Listen. Do you know Slor? Can you get me his autograph? I can, actually. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Here's what I'm prepared to do today, right now. If you will let me just take her for a second, I just need to have a conversation with her. I'm going to give you the number of Slorg, who is the actual performer on that album, and let you in on a little secret. He doesn't have a manager and he needs one. How about it? He looks at you real suspiciously. Make a persuasion roll. What about a fast talk? Sure, sure. Fast talk's fine. Oh, the persuasion. My persuasion's higher than my fast talk. Well, do, do whichever you want. Whichever is higher is fine. All right. Success by two. I rolled a 10. It's hard to read emotions on alien faces, but he seems incredulous. And then he says, you really know Slorg? Oh, yeah. We all do. The whole crew does. He looks at the rest of you. He, he, he looks at Rico. Yes, yes, we do know Slog. He gets his goo all over my fur every time we meet. It's appalling. Oh, my. <laughs> huh. Well, I would love to be in business with him. All right. I, uh, you know, I still, I still want my money, Liliana, but. Oh, yeah, totally. You know I'm good for it. I'll just come up with another. You're album. not good for it. Oh. All right, don't start this again. If you give me Slorg's number, I'm going to walk away from this, and Liliana and I can settle up later. Okay, thanks, Charlie. Bye. Yeah, I give him the number. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he starts calling. Like, as he's walking out of the room, he's holding his little space phone telephone up to his ear, and he's like, I understand you need management. <laughs> he walks away. <laughs> Thank goodness I gave him the real one and he didn't just call and it's like, you've reached a movie phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should have asked if it was the real number. But okay. <laughs> it all works out. Must be nice having a celebrity on speed dial. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. I don't know if you've noticed, but our special effects, costume, and makeup budgets have doubled since last season. So we're very excited about that. Shorl at Shorl underscore MN tweeted, To my number one podcast of 2021, As the Dice Roll, thank you for keeping me company on Spotify. Thanks for the shout out, Shorl. We are very honored to be ranked so high on your 2021 podcast list. And for the rest of you listening out there, you too can follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, as well as on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll. If you want to chat with us in real time, go check out our Slack channel over on the geek to geek Media Network Slack, which you can find by going to the Contact Us tab on the network's website at geek 2 While you're there, you can also join the geek to geek Media Discord server. And finally, you can always email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com or leave us a voice message by clicking on the link on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. And if you want to hear more from the rest of the crew, you can check out our other various podcasts. You can listen to Kelly on Mating Habits of the Modern Geek. Bamman and Todd co-host a podcast about farming a simulator called Farming Simulated. You can also listen to Todd and Alinzia on their podcast Nurberg Review, Raven on Girls Gone Wow, and me on Geektitude. And with the holiday approaching, make sure to check out our merch store on the geek to geek Media website. You can get the OSHA Van t-shirt from What Is Not and the 
the GM's incompetence does not equal player success t-shirt from Cautious Optimism. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here Tuesday, December 14th with our next episode of What Is Not, and then again next Friday, December 17th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see what the deal is with this singer after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. So I just turn around and I go back to like powdering my nose or whatever. All right. Oh, hi. Hi. Hey, thanks for that. That's so sweet of you. Yeah. Did you want my autograph? I mean, in a minute. Listen, so <laughs> I have a friend, the big guy with the four arms who just took out my other friend who's apparently lost his damn mind. Oh, yeah. And we just wanted to have a little talk with you, a little discussion, because something weird has happened to us when we got to the station. Weird? Yeah. Okay, sure. Just come with us. Let's go somewhere else that's not this dressing room, because I figure we're going to have to tag team who holds on to Hank so that you'll be safe. So <laughs> just, yeah, just just step out here in the hallway with us for a second and let him describe to you what happened, please. Okay, yeah, sure. I just, like, skip out ahead of her. Hi, Liliana. Oh, hi. Sakayan, I don't know how hard it is for you to keep holding on tank. I told you he quit struggling if he's got eye contact. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I see it. Kyan's lower two arms have Hank kind of solidly around the waist. His left arm is across down off of uh, Hank's shoulder, kind of going towards the waist. And the other one's just kind of patting him on his head. <laughs> it looks almost like a prom picture like, <laughs> I mean he's just kind of like you know petting him it's like it's okay it's gonna be a fun. really fancy one so I'm gonna be like oh my gosh you make such a cute couple <laughs> Kyan blushes a little bit actually <laughs> same okay so yeah I like he doesn't even know how to start this because he doesn't tell anybody other than the crew that he's got these visions so when we were pulling into orbit around the space station. Oh, do you have a spaceship? Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Yeah, it's it's hers. Uh, what does it look like? What's it named? Uh, it's called the Cautious Optimism. Kind of looks like banana bread. Oh, that's such a cool name. I'm going to have to totally write a song about that. that. That That'd be awesome. Wait, it looks like banana bread? Oh my gosh, that is like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks. He kind of looks at Rico because I feel at this point Rico and him have kind of developed a little bit of a, a silent language because they've been around some each other so much. Just kind of as a, am, am I doing this wrong? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not quite sure what's. <laughs> 
Rico's staring really perplexed at this interaction. <laughs> She's not sure what's happening here. <laughs> So uh, let me let me cut to the chase. Um, as we were flying in, I I felt like I heard in my mind your song, and then I heard somebody else. You mean you have my album? Did you like it? Oh, I'll autograph it for you if you'd like. That would be awesome. Um, but I heard somebody else say, "Bring you to her on the 13th. Really? I don't know if that's 13th floor. I don't know if that's the 13th of the month. I don't know what that is. But does that mean anything to you? 13 is just such a cool number. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this. She just likes to stare and like twiddles her hair. So Rico's just going to walk up to her at this point and go, excuse me, are you psionic? Do you have psionic powers? Oh, totally not. That's like illegal. I don't know how that stuff works. It being illegal doesn't necessarily preclude you from having them. <laughs> Oh, you're such a cute kitty. No, I totally don't. Are you absolutely sure about that? Of course I am. Like, I would totally know if I had some, like, weird psionic stuff. Like, you would have to know that. The starstruck, drooling form of Hank would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, could I, you don't happen to have a copy of your album lying around do you oh sure i've got like a whole box of them in my dressing room over here could you autograph one and, and let me have it please that'd be awesome absolutely oh my gosh that is so sweet of you and i like run back in there and grab like 10 of them and autograph them like just start shoving them in her hands uh captain captain yeah captain. yeah uh, i think we need to scan her i don't even know if we need to scan her i just need to listen to this album real quick I'll do one with like special hearts on it and hand it to Hank. <laughs> and Hank just melts in Cayenne's arms. <laughs> I mean, in my mind, I'm envisioning she's handing us CDs, but we are in the future and in space. No, she's absolutely handing you like a thumb drive. Which got <laughs> right. And I have like a, something that could play this. No, no, no. It's like, like how vinyl records are cool today. It's like CDs. Right. <laughs> CDs come back. Yeah. In a few hundred years. <laughs> Okay, this was actually really cool, guys. <laughs> I imagine there's album art, so it's a big, you know, container. But then, yeah, inside it is just like a thumb drive. There was a period of time when space hipsters tried to bring A-tracks back, and it still doesn't work. <laughs> right. So I would like to go out of her line of sight and listen to this album. Okay. I'm so busy just randomly autographing all of them and just like handing them to everyone. Like, I don't even care if they're already holding one. I'm just handing them out. Right. So you're, yeah, your communicator, like our modern day cell phones can do a bazillion different things, including play music. So you go ahead and fire it up on your communicator. And it's the same song that she started her set with. And there's that first initial moment where it sounds terrible, except this time it doesn't get better like her live performance did. <laughs> okay. As you listen, this is worse than Slorg beatboxing. How dare you? <laughs> this is real bad. This is the music of someone who has never taken a lesson uh -huh. and never had to try because apparently nobody has ever said they're not good. So they just have been singing the way they did when they were five years old for their whole life. Gotcha. So I stop listening and I, I come back around the corner and <laughs> say, um... Liliana. Yeah? Why don't you pack a bag and come with us? Okay, sure. I just, like, skip off into the dressing room totally 
not even thinking and grab my bag. I look at the rest <laughs> of the career while she's out of earshot. Um, yeah, she's completely psionically making us like her music. I just listen to the album. It's, it's trash. Huh. That's that's extremely interesting. Uh, the pads come out. This typing. You hush the dirty mouth of yours. Her music is amazing. Oh, dear. Hank, since she stopped singing, and after Rory just mentioned that, you've realized that your enthrallment with her has been steadily declining, like wearing off ever since she stopped singing the song. I do have a whole bunch of pluses to beauty, though. No, yeah, no. I mean, he could still be totally enthralled with you. Okay, okay. I just just say, don't worry, of- you're still pretty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> the compulsion that had happened when she was singing has dissipated. Okay. I skip back out there. <laughs> I think you can put me down, Kai. Y- you sure, buddy? Are you sure that's wise? Yeah, I, I, I feel better. You did so much work there, Hank. All right, he gives him a little extra pop on the head. (laughs) (laughs) I skip back out there and I look at Kaya and I'm like, so are you like my new bodyguard? Um, yeah, I think we can work something out for a little while at least. Um, want to get you to a ship safely. Oh, cool. I love all you guys with the big, like, all those arms. It's just so cool. I can't tell if that's rude or not. (laughs) (laughs) In her mind, she's totally giving a compliment. Kyan's not taking offense to this because there's not a lot of substance coming out of this conversation. So he can't imagine she means anything negative by it. Right. He's more fascinated because it's just it's just meaningless. Like he's he's spent months now talking deep science with Rico and this is as far opposite the other direction <laughs> as possible. Yeah. It's like listening to Hank talk about quantum mechanics. <laughs> no, he would find that interesting too. Like, it's like, this is like, there's no suspicion. She's not looking at them like they're going to be doing something shady. This is completely different than anything he has encountered <laughs> since he signed up with this group. He is just befuddled. It's almost refreshing. They're like, oh, this isn't bad. This is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, Rico's also looking a little shell-shocked by this interaction. So are we like going to your ship? Can I carry your bag for you? Oh, of course, absolutely. I just like toss it at him. What, what does it smell like? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's going to smell like lilacs and, you know, all these beautiful, like, floral scents. <laughs> He'll hug it to his chest. And just kind of rests his chin on it as, as they're walking. I skip over to Rory and I'm like, so are we going to your ship? Can we get some banana bread on the way? I really think we should go to the ship as soon as possible, Captain. <laughs> yeah, so as we're walking back towards the ship, I say to Rico and Kyan, so I'm concerned this is all highly illegal, you know, the whole psionic thing. And someone wants you, our only psionic crew member, to bring the other psionic person we found to them on the 13th. I feel like it's a trap. I don't know about you guys. Uh, yes, definitely sounds like a trap to me. I have no interest in meeting anybody else on this <laughs> this space station. This has been quite enough interaction for me. <sighs> so take her back to the ship. I'm going to split up the party. It's always a wise idea. Yes. I'm going to go run and go to this pilot refuse. <laughs> Are you sure that's wise, Captain? I can't not see if this guy is here. It means something that I have found my uncle's other ship. His other, in worse shape ship. 
Could you please take Hank with you? Yes, please. <laughs> please. Please take Hank with you. Okay, so I just go over to Hank. Kai and Enrique are both like staring, like pleading with you. <laughs> At this point, Liliana has like gone up to Hank and like wrapped her arm through his arm and is just like humming and skipping alongside of him. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So I I kind of very gently I mean not in a rude way, but I get in between you two. And <laughs> As I'm saying to, so to Liliana, um, yeah, so you're going to go with Rico and Kyan here. And as I'm saying this, I'm taking your bag out of Hank's arms, just, you know, matter of factly. And I need Hank because I've got some, some ship stuff to deal with before we take off. So, and I toss the bag to Kyan. So I'm just going to take him and you're going to go with them and we will be at the ship momentarily. It will not take very long. Okay, sure. I'm really excited that you're coming along. Yeah, if you get banana bread, can you make sure to get the kind that don't have the nuts in it? Because I don't like that kind. Agreed. Absolutely. See you guys in a little bit. And I just, I'm just, with all my strength, just jerking Hank back with me. Like, come on, we're going. Go with me. Nope. Nope. You'll see her in a minute. I failed the escape by four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So you grab Hank, and he's he's wiggling like a fish again to try to get out of your grasp, but you manage to hold on to him. All the practicing. <laughs> you two are going to the pilot refuge. So as you guys are walking down the busy street, sort of a street, is Hank, are you struggling the whole way? or do you- No, 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 no. Once we get out of range of her, I'm cool. Okay, okay. So you two are walking down, and uh, you you find the the pilot's refuse. I imagine this is a place that Rory has not been in before, because when you've been on the station in the past, you've gone to the good bar, (laughs) in the moonlight bar. Mm -hmm. But this one is kind of a dive. There's no bouncer at the door, and uh, you walk in. It's not crowded at all. The few people that are there are all different varieties of aliens. And it's easy to see the only human in the corner looking older than you remember him. He's very bedraggled. His clothes are old and stained and have holes in them. And it is certainly Johnny Lee, who notices as you come in, and he shouts just across the whole room for God and everyone to hear, Aurora? Next time on Cautious Optimism. The story all begins when I got the ship, the bitter blue, from your uncle. There is a bunch of treasure on board. I'm going to break into the ship and I'm going to steal the treasure. When you both turn around, you see that there is a crowd of people that she seems to be in the center of. And they're all asking for her autograph. Oh, Kyan, this could take a while to get back to the ship. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. 
As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geekmediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 